Welcome to Let Go, Lean In, my transformational leadership podcast. You are getting to hear these last four episodes of 2021. I invite you to slow down and take inventory in your work, your life, and your faith as you prepare to finish this year well and begin 2022 invigorated and inspired. Listen in. Welcome to episode 70. It's the last in this four-part series called Taking Inventory here at the end of 2021. And this particular episode, I'm calling Making Room for What's Next. Boy, doesn't that sound exciting? It's like, okay, fresh start. Let's get rolling. But before we move forward, let's take a minute and just kind of look back over our shoulder at where we've been over the past three episodes. We've looked at what's working well, and I invited you to make a list of things in your life and work and faith that are going well. And then we identified the things that aren't working as well. And then this past episode, I invited you to make a comparison list, a to-do list, and a to-be list. All moving toward today's episode, making room for what's next. Our American culture is built on a colonizing mindset. We came, we saw, we conquered. Our language that we use around getting things done. I slayed my to-do list. I dominated in that meeting. These are not gentle images. And sometimes they don't fit who we truly are. If you've been quietly offended by this approach, you might be weary of focusing on accomplishing tasks that have no end in sight. It's like the to-do list on a long roll of toilet paper. There is no end in sight. Well, maybe it's time for you to reevaluate the way you approach these lists. Where we are now at the end of the year, at this time of taking inventory, maybe this is the place. But how? Well, my answer is always process. We have to go back before we can go forward. And we already looked at those three lists that we did. But when you look at that particular list that you wanted to write first, what's not working well, you are aware of things that need to change. So start there. What can you let go of? What are you doing just because you've always done it that way? What are you doing because of the expectations of others? And maybe those don't line up with what you really want to do. 
there are clues for change in that list that you made. There are also clues on the to do versus to be list. So how do you let go of something in order to make room for what's next? Maybe it's something like this. It's the way you show up when you're under stress. Perhaps it's the general pace of filling every available waking moment with things that need to be done without making space for yourself to take a beat. I want to invite you to listen to these wise words. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to make time for a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. You know who said those words? Jesus. In the entire title of this podcast, Let Go, Lean In, It's a process we have to go through becoming aware of something that needs to change and then letting go of it. Right now, whether you're driving or walking or washing dishes, take one of your hands, because if you're driving, you have to have the other one on the steering wheel. Take one of your hands and make a fist with it. Hold your fist in a way that your fingers are on top and the back of your hand is facing the ground. Now clench it as tightly as you can. What you are holding, you are holding with tension. Now relax your hand and open your fingers. That's the act of letting go. So you get to look at the things that you hold on to with that tight clenched fist and recognize you cannot put another thing in that closed fist. The process of letting go is a step of acknowledging you don't have room for anything else. If you want something different, change happens by making room for what's next. So let go of those things that don't serve you anymore, whether it's the way something's always been done or an overfull calendar or anything in between. When you let go and your hand is open, you're ready to receive. 
And that's that invitation that Jesus made. He's not going to lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with him and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Doesn't that sound lovely? The beauty of all of this is that you have choices. Now, a choice means that you recognize there's at least two different ways. And it just reminds me of my favorite poem by Robert Frost. And I just want to read it to you, so listen carefully. The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that, the passing there had warned them both really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. So you have choices. You can continue to have an overfull calendar and live outside of the tolerance that your body and emotions and mental capacity can handle. Or you could learn to live lightly and freely by leaning in toward Jesus. In this season of Advent, this week of the Advent calendar is joy. How can you find joy in the midst of an overfull calendar with no time to be still. If this is a time that you are recognizing that you're longing for something different, this is the choice that is presented you. Not everybody takes it. It is definitely the road less traveled. But I invite you to consider for the sake of your soul your mind, your body, your emotions, your health, and the health of your family and other relationships to consider letting go and leaning in. Thanks for being here for this particular episode, but also for this series, Taking Inventory. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to episode 70 of Let Go, Lean In. We know that the end of 2021 is upon us, and 
there's been opportunity for you to reflect and making time and space for what's next, I, I want to acknowledge I know how hard it is to make time to learn new ways of being when you have to keep moving forward. Doing this kind of work takes focus and intention. Sometimes we don't even know where to start. One thing I will tell you is that no matter what kind of change you want to make, the key ingredient to having lasting, effective change is accountability. You don't put something off when you know that someone else is expecting you to show up or relying on your contribution. You know what? We're created to be in community. And so the idea of learning and growing and making change that lasts can be done best with others, whether it's one or a few or many. Having an opportunity to learn and grow on a regular basis and having time to apply it really makes the difference. Now, if you've been around for any length of time, you know that I use the personality tool, the Enneagram, both in work with individuals and with teams. And you may be a person who knows a bit about the Enneagram and says to yourself, so what? I know my number. What difference does that make? Well, I want to invite you to join a small group in January to learn to apply the Enneagram to your work, your life, and your faith. This is going to be a, like I said, small group limited to six people. And it will take place beginning January 3rd through the last week in March. I have all the information over on my website, lisalewiscoaching.com. If you scroll down uh, on the homepage, you'll see the words Enneagram question mark. So what? Another question mark and a button to click to learn more. But I want to tell you, here are some just little takeaways that you will be able to experience if you decide to join this coaching group. You're going to get to know yourself through the Enneagram model, what your unique pattern is, and why you still struggle in certain areas after all these years of trying to make lasting change. You're going to develop an awareness of effective ways to grow and make lasting change. You're going to relate to others in their unique ways of being. And you're going to get to develop compassion for yourself and for others and lots more. On that page that I mentioned, there are all the details like how long the sessions are. But here's the deal. It's six sessions plus an individual one-on-one session with me that will be scheduled during that same time frame. So if you're at all curious or you want to really dig in and learn to apply this 
personality tool in a way that can help you and make a difference in your life and your work and your faith, then I encourage you to go over to lisalewiscoaching.com and click that button that says, click here to sign up. It will give you more information before you're committed to signing up. You'll find out everything you need to know and you can do that for yourself. What a gift to start 2022 with the opportunity to learn and grow with a few other fellow learners who want to apply the Enneagram to their work, their life, and their faith. I hope to see you. It would be a great start to your new year. Thank you.